Hi folks, uh, welcome to the next edition of um, Serverless Crack uh, from Serverless Edge. Just a couple of quick introductions here from myself, Dave Anderson, um, author and contributor to Serverless Edge and um, technical fellow at Voice. Mark McCann, author and contributor at the Serverless Edge, stay-at-home dad, um, getting back on, on, on the fitness wagon, <laughs> bringing my 5k times down again after, after Christmas excess. Uh, cheers, Mark and Michael O'Reilly, um, software architect with Globalization Partners, and uh, trying to get back on the wagon. I just can't catch it up in relation to exercise post Christmas. So, try my best. The secret is never get off the wagon. <laughs> but um, <laughs> being on the wagon. Yeah. So um, we we figured there's been a lot of good conversation about well architected and the well architected framework. And we've, we've written about this in the blog around kind of um, well-architected and SCORP, or SCORPS as now, which is the, the five, now six pillars of well-architected. Um, like well-architected is really interesting because not only AWS, but both Google and Azure, all of their own versions of well-architected and they're all quite similar. But we've found massive success in just working through these pillars. So we figured we'd do, <clears throat> we'd hit each pillar and maybe go through them and just kind of have a quick chat about it. So um, we figured we'd do operational excellence first, but anything else you want to say at a high level about the well-architected? No, it's just that reiterate what you just said, but it's something we found incredibly useful. It, it gives us a frame of reference and it gives us a structure for um, asking better questions of our of our teams, of our systems, of our, of our structures and, and our processes and practices. So. It has been hugely useful for us trying to evolve uh, engineering and evolve practices and evolve companies. Um, and, you know, it's, and the fact that it's you know, hardened and approved and it's been battle tested in thousands of companies, um, it gives it a lot of credibility, gives it a lot of, um, so it's not Dave, Mark and Mike's opinions. It's here's some good practice that uh, is proven to work. And you can still take it with a pinch of salt, but it's broadly in the right, right, right ballpark. Yeah, I think that's a major strength, isn't it? Um, that's what I like about it is it's the um, ubiquity, you know, so it's, it's, it's something, you know, whether you're a, a, an architect or an engineer or a manager in one organization, you go to another, it'll make sense. You know, and it is kind of, it is done at that level. Um, yeah. And also I think um, um, <clears throat> it's not a yearly process. We get uh, compliance once a year with well architected. It should be an idea of continuous architecture. And plus, as I sit here and drink out of my AWS certified water wow. bottle, <laughs> the the reason why I would always encourage people to get certification is not for a bit of paper or a free water bottle. It's to you have to learn well architected as part of certification, and that is is worth all of the thing in itself. But um. Starting with operational excellence, the pillar is broken down and the AWS pillar is broken down into three areas and each area has a bunch of questions, maybe like five, six questions. So the three areas are prepare, operate, evolve. Um, so I, yeah, I, so I think there's, there's, just, there's a fourth one there about your organizational structure as well, but it's not really called out explicitly. Yeah. Okay, right. okay. So prepare, so I mean operational excellence, means a lot of things to a lot of people, but let's, let's maybe chat about prepare. What, what, is the, what have you found with the prepare part of this? Yeah, I think it's it's been great going into new areas and new teams and, and, and asking these sort of questions about, you know, do you know who your users are? Do you know what, what the, the purpose of your team is? Do you know 
um, what your highest priority thing is. And, and some of these are very simple, basic questions, but you know, are you properly set up to actually meet the challenge that you, you're, you're faced with, with the, the business requirements that you're, you're going to start pursuing or, or the needs you're trying to meet? So having you know, some of those simple questions about you know, how do you determine what your priorities are, that's a very leading question. And it's fascinating if you do it in a, in a safe space and the, the whole team are involved, you, know, you get a really good conversation back from the from the team about, well, okay, well, we know what our priorities are for this week. We know what our priorities are for next week. We're not quite sure what we're doing the month after. You know, that's that's a good conversation to have. And, and hope you're, you're trying to tease out, you know, are you are you properly aligned with the strategic direction? Are you, you know, do you, do you have a, a prioritization framework? Or are you just making up on the on the on the hoof? So it's it's good to start and have those, those opening conversations. Yeah, and I think this is one of these. This is definitely this is definitely a pillar where I think you need the whole team involved in 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 the, the conversation, you know, because some of those, you know, some of those um, <clears throat> some of those questions that they kind of take you through require like management to be involved. They require the tech lead. They require the engineer, and it's and it is understanding the big picture in relation to operate operations and. Like, but there's 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 a lot of good stuff in here, and this is kind of what you know we talk, we talk about sort of consistency. Like this this sort of section is where we they kind of they kind of get in their recommendations around things like playbooks and runbooks and, yep. and standards around you know making preparations for your operation. So like we hear it all the time: prepare for failure. You know, um, everything fails all the time. You know, so and then also you got to prepare to move on as well. You know, yep. so like post post implementation say you're handing off to a different team or you're handing off to um you're moving on to a different place and you're bringing on new engineers or whatever you know do we have the run books for all the operations that are involved in that particular workload do we have do we have the playbooks that are linked in yep. to your observability and your dashboard so that when things do go wrong that there's a, a solid set of instructions for that person to um, you know, deal with that problem, and they don't have to go in and then unpick what what you've what you've what you've built out. So there's a lot of good, solid, foundational yeah. um, kind of guidance there, and and really, and again, in terms of the architecture perspective, which we're all architects here, you know, um, it's like it, it's kind of like table stakes for me in terms of consistency across what we would expect in relation to, you know. Um, getting teams consistent across those yeah. there's a whole thing as well about uh, you you know all the, 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 the catches in here the things you're listening out for what what prepare looks at it's tribal knowledge it's like you know they ask a question it's like oh um fred says i don't know why we do that but fred says we do that yeah. or yeah. ask me a manager what happens if they're not here um I don't know you know it's 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 you want the the the, the leadership and empowerment in the team and written down so it's it's yeah. a great check for that kind of team culture yeah you know? even simple stuff like do you have enough people to meet the challenges do you have assigned owners who are going to be responsible for processes and practices and, and operations mm. it's simple stuff like that it's like if you can get these foundations in place early then as you evolve as you you know down through the life cycle and start applying the other pillars of the well-architected, your chances of success have greatly improved because your your operational excellence pillar has set the foundations for for the rest of the stuff to build upon it. Yeah, and then and then the next one is operate. 
So we've got prepare and then operate. I like operate because there's, there's a lot of kind of observability stuff in here. And I, I like the idea of a workload or thinking of a workload as an asset and how do you understand the health of that asset and how do you monitor it and make sure yeah. it's, 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 it's working well. Yeah. Yeah. But I think um, kind of building on the operational excellence sort of pillar in general, like, I mean, it's getting ready, it's getting the team ready for when they're in production. Like, and I mean, it's a, it's a particular bugbear of mine when teams aren't thinking about, you know, how they're going to validate something when it goes into production. You know, how do they spot regression when they're in production? You know, what are their, what are their uh, key performance indicators in relation to the health of the, of the workload? And, you know, when things do go wrong, are they able to spot it? And have they thought about how to kind of remediate or correct those, those sorts of things? And, and then also when you kind of go back into the prepare again, it's thinking, it's, it's understanding those things will happen. No, no matter how good the team is, there's always something that's going to go wrong or something you haven't predicted or some sort of alternate path that has been missed. Um, so when those things happen, have you got the correct procedures for learning and you know, how did, how did we miss that piece or or yeah. what that defect actually teaches so that you can then bake it in and, 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 and toughen up your operation going forward. So it's a it's kind of holistic kind of way of thinking. And yeah. and I think the op, in order to do that, the operating phase, you gotta have you gotta be able to observe. You gotta have to have you have to have those that those mechanisms to really show you how your workload is kind of performing out in prod. So yeah, I think it thinks critical just having those information radiators, those dashboards. Mm. available and it shouldn't just be for the team so if you do it right if you have proper observability it should be all the way up to something you can show to the c-suite about here's this team working on this particular capability or feature or, or, or value stream and here's how it relates to our vision and strategy so that's what proper you know operational observability looks like right it's, and it's across everything and it should be not only the health of your workload but it should be the health of your team you know, the, the door key metrics and, and that type of thing should be part of this. Um, how do you operate, right? That's the same yeah. pace for the, for the team as well. And then the last one's a bit of a funky one, which is evolve. You prepare, operate, and evolve. And it's quite simply how do you evolve operations? Um, and evolving operations doesn't mean cutting cost and reducing the budget, no. <laughs> making no. them better. And, and it's what Mike said earlier there. It's really about that uh, continuous improvement mindset. It's about yeah. those feedback loops being in place and about evolving. Um, like we're, we're big into worldly mapping. You know, evolution is, is, a, is a cornerstone of, of worldly mapping. And you know, if you don't take these signals that your systems and your, your workloads are given to you and use it to evolve and improve and get better, then there's, there's no point having observability and dashboards if you're not going to actually do something about it. And that's the yeah. thing that that's the key point. And I, mean, I know, I don't know if we mentioned it or, you know, we've written about our SCORPS process and that's yeah. the, the whole driver behind that is that continuous improvement and your operations are going to generate an, a lot of data and a lot of useful information that you as a, as a, you know, as an engineer or a manager or an architect can use to evolve your current setup. You know, so we should always be looking to learn from our, our wins and also our, 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 our yeah. feel the things that didn't go quite well. Yeah. And as well, I mean, I think, and, and this 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 pillar sets us up nicely for the rest of them. And we, we always do this one first, because once yeah. you think about evolving operations, you're evolving the other pillars, yeah. cost, security, reliability, performance, and sustainability. Like you can always save more money, make the thing faster, make it more reliable, make it cheaper, make it more secure. They're constant evergreens. So um, sometimes you think 
people like it's operations i'm done it's running it's fine yeah. there's always things you can improve yeah i think it's it really is about are, are you set up for success you know do you have the foundational building blocks in place to, to increase your chances of, of a successful you know um, development cycle or successful you know, yeah quarter or month or, or whatever right so yeah Very good. It, it really is foundational so there yeah. you go. So that's that's the operational excellence pillar from Well Architected. Um, so that's a crack. Um, so again, we'll be uh, talking more about this uh, in the future. We'll go through the rest of the pillars. Uh, more writing on this on the serverlessedge.com on the blog and look at uh, Twitter at serverlessedge. Uh, and there's uh, also pages on LinkedIn and uh, Medium. So yeah. thanks very much. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.